maybe about. Okay, so this week <laughs> it's Hunter's episode, but he's not starting for some reason. I can do it. So I can here do I am. It. I this is a movie I about. I can do it. Hey, Bradley Cooper. Hey, it's my episode. Bradley Cooper writing, producing, <laughs> directing, acting, overacting. In my, if you want my two cents. <laughs> I'm gonna start it over. All right, this week. Alright, this week we are <laughs> Okay, so this week we are continuing. What? I'm looking at the camera. Alright, so this week we are continuing our best picture Oscar series uh, with Maestro, a film that chronicles the life of Leonard Bernstein, the great composer. Uh, it is written, directed, and stars Bradley Cooper, as well as Carrie Mulligan. A film that explores uh, love and family, and uh, I would say in some cases, in, in some aspects, it's a study on marriage and the different kinds of dynamics in that, but also a study of authenticity, creativity, genius, the cost of that genius, um, and ultimately it tells one man's story his life um, and it's a film that uh, has a little bit of controversy around it in some aspects which we'll touch on but uh, I'm excited to dive in well Hunter I'm excited to dive in as well but uh, before we do I need to I would be remiss if I didn't ask you a, qu- a very pointed question okay pointed pointed question but is <laughs> Maestro good. Let's find out. I didn't think that would get you. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Well, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Can't work like this, man. Hello. My name is uh, Zach Olson. Uh, I have (coughs) about three years of podcasting experience. Okay. uh, Are you interviewing? I'm here today to see if this is going to be a good fit. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm being interviewed. Or... Well, an interview, I believe, is... I think any institution, any organization is a collaborative effort, so... I think we're interviewing each other. <laughs> really trying to bring those like interview nerves, you know, when like you're interviewing for a job. You have like the, like the little shake in your voice. You know, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, welcome. Um, so if you, uh, tell me a, uh, a time that you've overcome an obstacle. Well, in, in your life, any point, yeah, any point in your life, that won't take. I mean, sometimes people ask me a question, I really have to think about it, and I have to come up with an example, and sometimes yeah. I'll like kind of make up some small talk in the interim. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is one that something instantly comes to mind for me. Okay, so I have a friend, um, and he's a big <laughs> fuckhead, 
and it's hard to deal with him pretty much all the time. <laughs> um, sometimes I wonder why I'm his friend, cause, but I think it's because he doesn't really have any other ones. Mm. I mean, he's married, but I don't even think she likes him that much. And um, He has a big forehead, doesn't he? I overcome. See, I'm not even trying to make you laugh at certain points, and you're laughing. So this is going to be a special episode. Um, is this all in, or is this this? We started the episode. Uh, I was going to keep the interview thing going, but I I think I'm going to let it let it die out. Well, so. I do have a couple questions for you. Okay, what's the pay? Uh, depends. It's it's um, uh, commission. Is this a sales position? Yeah. What am I selling? Our podcast. How do you sell a podcast? That's why I'm hiring somebody to do it for me. But is it good? (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. A follow-up question. That was very clever, um, sir. Is this a subscription-based... tissue. Is this a subscription-based podcast, or is this something that people can uh, listen to for free? For free. On anywhere you can find podcasts. On anywhere you can find podcasts? Like Spotify, <laughs> yeah, Apple yes. Podcasts. This, 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 yes, this, the second one. It's free. <sighs> Did I get the job? I have one last question for you. Okay. Tell me a clean joke. I can't. I don't have any. Oh, here's one. Let me think. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I have nothing. I actually learned that when I was at work. I was interviewing a a CIO of a company. He said he uses that in his interview, so that was really clever. I would 100% tell a (laughs) non-clean joke, and I would not get the job. You're hired. Welcome to What Is It Good? (laughs) Is it my turn to kiss my own head? I'll see you on Monday. (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm about to fart. Did did it go the other way and you burped? (laughs) Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I I guess I'm going to leave that in. Oh, well. um, All of that? Yeah. We can. It's fine. It's called funny. Uh, we're doing Maestro. How long has it been? Oh, it's been 10 minutes. Okay, wow. Um, please like and subscribe. We can just make that short and sweet. Uh, Zach, first reactions? How are you? How's life? Are you good? Good. I'm glad to hear it. Let's do first reactions. <laughs> Let's, uh, I want you to go first. This is your episode, and I know you watched this fairly recently. <laughs> Yeah. So I want to know, like, well, what's fair, fresh? Fairly. What's fairly to you? Within the past year or so. Yes. Would be fairly recently. I think, oh. Uh, like, I've I seen... I think it might have been 20 minutes. I've seen The watched. Dark Knight fairly recently, you know? I Then I've seen this fairly... As in, I watched it in 2024, or, like, within the past year from this date that we're currently in? 
within the past year. Oh yeah, okay, I've watched it since then. Let me say it again here. Six years. What are your first reactions to the film? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was. What? You said the same thing twice. <laughs> That's usually how I would start if I was like bullshitting. Well, I'm not bullshitting, but I'm. Sa- are you saying? Are you saying that I didn't like it or that I haven't seen it? No, what I'm saying is the way that you're describing it makes it sound like, well, it could be that you didn't see it. Have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie. Okay. It's well, then there's nothing to worry about. It's been a while, but I've seen it. Okay. It was fairly recently. We got weird energy today, y'all. <laughs> so buckle in, strap up, <laughs> get ready. Um, I liked it. I... Um, Definitely felt like it was emotional and um, interesting, and I thought the performances were were very good. I thought Cooper was great and Gary Wilson was great. I don't know a lot about his life, so I thought it was very very fascinating film, very touching and emotional and sad in a lot of ways. Um, I wasn't like blown away. Like this is this would not be my pick for the Oscar, right? But I thought it was very good, very well made. Um, I loved the artistic, like what it said about art and kind of the creation of art and, you know, his career in music. And, but I also really in, uh, enjoyed uh, the relationship between, you know, Bradley Cooper and Kim Mulligan. Um, I don't actually know her name. Felicia? Is it Felicia or is it Felice, Felicia? Felicia, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, it was interestingly told. Um, I really enjoyed the family dynamic, like just kind of that, like those parts of it and kind of seeing him navigate, I would say his authentic self and how to try and bring that into, in, into his life more, but also hold on to what he had. Does that make sense? We'll get there. Hold on to his inauthentic parts. No, like, or like there was there were, you know, I don't want to get too spoilery. Um, or do I'm you s- mean just like not lose ground while maintaining authenticity? Maybe that, and this, but okay. like also in the sense of like his relationships that were falling like his, apart, like his wife. You know that one would imagine. Um, there are things that he was doing and had done that could very well have ended that marriage. Yeah, but obviously he he loved his wife and didn't want that to you know like that was an interesting tension, um, but I I really enjoyed it. I think it's very good. I uh, it's not. What is this? This is number five or six. What have we done? We've done Oppenheimer, Barbie, um, Zone of Interest, American Fiction, American Fiction, Holdovers. I'm going this way. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, like we touch tips. Oh, okay. And then we touch this tip. So this is six? Maestro. Maestro. I think that's all. Yeah. Stay I there. Thought we, I thought we saw more. I thought we saw more during the year. Oh, poor things. So we got to touch two tips. Poor things. So this is seven. I thought we saw four. Do you have the list? No. We can't, we can't type. <laughs> Noms. Because there's 10 total. Don't give me the whole 
fucking list. Just give me the best picture noms. Why does Google suck all of a sudden? <laughs> can't find it. Can you keep your hands stable? Oh, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Are you going to find it anytime soon? Or are you just perusing? I'm going to fart <laughs> if you don't, if you don't <laughs> get off my back. <laughs> um, so we haven't seen Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay, so three tips. How do you do this? Index thumb. thumb. Okay, so we've this is number seven. This is number eight. Mm-hmm. This is probably we can let go now. This is probably like it's not top five. Might be like seven for me. So I liked it. I liked them all. Okay. okay. Anyway, that's a very long way of saying what I said. Your turn. What did you think? Because you watched this fairly recently. Yeah, fairly recently. I watched it this morning. Yeah. So it's pretty fresh for you. <laughs> it's pretty fresh. Um, I thought Carrie Mulligan gave a phenomenal performance. I love everything that she's in. Quite yeah, she's honestly. wonderful. Like she's she's just great in everything. Um, mm. and I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated with the story of Leonard Bernstein. Uh, I agree with you in your assessment of what it's saying about art and what art takes. Yeah. You know, there was one scene in particular where he was talking about the difference between, I don't think this is a spoiler, but the difference between like the mentality of a composer and like a, like a performer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I thought that like that kind of stuff in this film, I thought was done very well. I felt as if there was one thing that stuck out that was sort of uh, a thorn in the side of this film. Mm -hmm. And it was Bradley Cooper's performance. I thought it was a little overdone. Um, It felt like, like, so at the end of the film, uh, this is also not a spoiler because this is just like, there was a shot of like the actual Leonard Bernstein, like conducting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you look at that and then you look at, Bradley Cooper's portrayal in conducting something, he's like like way over the top. You know what I mean? And it just kind of took me out of it. It kind of took me out of it. Yeah. Like his performance, it felt like... <sighs> Bradley, I apologize if you... I think you're wonderful in the Guardians films where we don't actually see you. Um, well, I think he's great in a lot of stuff. He's great in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, He's great in... I used to love the A-Team. Okay, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. I like that movie. Okay, but Silver uh, Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. Yes, Silver Linings Playbook. He's been great in that. Uh, he the was movie in Stars Born. Yeah, he was in Stars Born. The movie where um, what's the movie where Amy Adams takes a shit oh, in a club? American Hustle. Yeah, 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 yeah. American Hustle is a great movie. American Hustle. Movie. Uh, this, is go through, this is going through his entire Hangover films. You know, like Hangover Films. Bradley Cooper, you're 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 great. It felt like you made this film to say, "Look at me," mm. and that's how I feel. That's how I feel mm. in my heart. That's how I feel in my heart. So, did you know that Martin Scorsese was supposed to direct this, but he didn't because he was working on The Irishman. That came out like five years ago. I thought, wow. 
Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, so there you have it. Oh, wait, I got to move in a minute. Oh, crap. You want me to sing a song? Yeah, sing me a song, please. Sing me a song? That's what I said what I said. How about you back Are off? You, do you have Italian ancestry? I am very much Italian. I'm like half Italian. And then half Irish? Yeah, probably like 60-40 Irish, actually. That's what I thought. So when you said half Italian, I knew you were lying to my face. I'm sorry. We traced our Italian lineage back to a town in Sicily, though, Florence. Cool. I think it's Florence. Might not be Florence, but it's a town. And the machine. (laughs) Man, we got weird energy today. (laughs) Okay, here's the song. Thank you. If you like drama, horror, independent, <laughs> action, comedy, diarrhea, movie in a minute. Guys, Hunter's going to talk about a movie in a minute. <laughs> you want me to go again? Yeah, one more time. If you like drama, horror, independent, action, comedy, diarrhea, yeah. movie in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, movie, yeah, movie yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Great job. Did you see my dance, The Floss? I saw The Floss. You weren't looking. I wasn't looking. I know. Yeah. They saw it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great job. Hey, how was uh, how was Tenet? Tenet was awesome. Sorry. Every I just thought about that. Every time I see, oh, you know what I was going to say? What were you going to say? Here, let's rewind okay. and ask me my first impressions of the film. <laughs> you know, this weekend. <laughs> you know, this transition. This weekend, uh, it's not going to work that far away, man. <laughs> it must <it'd> be funny. <laughs> so if you took the feed and zoomed in on your hand and then zoomed back out, it would work like that. I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. How is, what's your first reaction to the movie? Can you give us Batman, like, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I fly for copyright, but maybe. <coughs> you think so? What if you didn't use the music, you just did the zoom thing, and then, like, you know, the twist. Oh. You start, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, sure. How you know, is the movie? This, how you is know, this reaction? weekend, this weekend, <laughs> I we saw a film that had this really cool sequence in an opera house, and it was just... From the start of that scene until the end of the film, I knew that what I was watching was really special. And that film was Tenet. Because <laughs> that was the open, they were in the, the opera house. Yeah, I gotcha. In the <coughs> and then it, it happens at the end. Technically, you just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously. What do you mean? Well, it all happens at the same time because of the timeline. Uh, we're not talking about Tenet. We can talk about, talk, talk about Tenet. Kind of. Um, I got to do a movie in a minute. Okay. You asked me how Tenet was. I, I thought about it while, while you were saying the song. You saw it on 70 at the plaza. Love the plaza. Okay, here we go. I saw it at you the... You like Harper, Bill, and Jazz. No, if you like drama, horror, horror independent. independent. I even found movies that <laughs> like, know, like yeah. genres that like kind of line up. It was at the Terra. Oh, okay. It was not at the, the plaza. Where's the Terra? It's over by, like, kind of by where, like, Emory's campus and the Emory hospitals and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Know? I was thinking, like, Terry Boulevard. And, like, I was like, Jonesboro, but that's like, you were like, I'm on Moreland. And I was like, that's not. Yeah, I went up Moreland and then got on. I was up old, at my old top and grounds yesterday, too. 
actually yesterday morning. You rented a bike. Me and Hollis and Hannah we rented a bikes. Rented Did Hollis ride a bike? Hollis rode in a trailer behind me. I pulled him in a little carrier thing. Cool. He was chilling, and we had Chinese at Ponce. At, like, in the market? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was a Chinese restaurant across the street where, like, uh, Whole Foods is. No, no. The best Chinese that we've found in Atlanta, frankly, is the, the place in Ponce. And then we got some five daughters. Donuts. Got some five daughters. <laughs> Just found five daughters. <laughs> took them around town. All right, cool. Here so we go. Maybe a minute. That's what do we best. do in Atlanta. You gotta, gotta, gotta do my Eat best. Chinese food and then Here go we go. Five daughters. I'm trying to be serious. This entire episode, mm. I have been nothing but professional. You've been threatening to fart <laughs> since we started. <laughs> threatening. I don't care. That's fine. That's just like your opinion, man. Here we go. You know, I've never seen that movie. What movie? The Big Big Lebowski. Oh. Isn't that what that's from? Did you... I wasn't listening to you. Did you uh, say okay. that's just like your that, opinion, that's man? Like your opinion, man. Yeah, that's the Big okay. Lebowski. Here we go. Moving in, and this is Maestro. Sorry, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. We're going to wrap this up real quick. You know what quick. we should do? Oh, my God. A series of three movies where we start with Con Air, go to Big Lebowski, and then end with... What's the through line here? Steve Buscemi. So find me another Steve Buscemi. Oh, Armageddon. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Here we go. <coughs> Movie in a minute. This is Maestro. I'll do my best. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we have Leonard Bernstein. He's at his piano. He's old. And he's talking about his life. And then he's doing an interview and he talks about how his, his wife died. And so we flash back and he's like young in New York City. He's an assistant conductor, and he's in a relationship with uh, this man, uh, David, I think. is It's Matt Bomer. Um, anyway, then he meets this woman, Felicia. He falls in love. And so we kind of see his career and his life accelerate. He becomes a very successful conductor, composer, uh, and everything's, you know, he gets older. But his marriage is strained by he's uh, unfaithful. He has um, affairs with men. And then also has alcohol and substance abuse. And then we kind of see the strain that takes on their uh, marriage and their family. He's got kids and, you know, he gets older and older. And then she gets cancer and then she passes away. But before she does, they reconcile this big scene where he conducts this big uh, uh, thing in uh, London. And she's like, there's no hate in your heart. And then uh, it goes back to him being old and then tells us about his life in the credits because he died. There you go. That was... Was that a minute and five seconds? No, no, no. no. I will probably I, when when I said like it gets back to them being old. It was like so, like a minute, and so I just sort of like um, took your sweet time hitting that button. Didn't meandered you? on. I didn't mess up. I didn't. We've never failed. We've never failed. How about you back off? You see this right here? What is that? This part of my body? What is this? A hunchback? No, it's called a back. Can you get off of it, please? I'm over here. <laughs> I'm sitting in my chair. We're not going to talk about this film. Yeah, we are. How? Um, what do you mean, how? <laughs> I I want to hear more about your thoughts. I want to know, like, 
give me examples. You're leading this episode, and you want to hear about my thoughts. Zach, it's also be like a month ago. I'm doing my best here. I apologize to our three fans that we have. I found this this film very. Um, what am I gonna say? <laughs> you had such, you had such disdain. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Is this episode a wash? No, no, it's not. It's perfect. This is gold. I, I loved. So let's talk about the black and white scenes where it's talking about when he's younger. I loved. Oh, but you didn't like it. I thought I like his energy when he was like young, Leonard. Okay. I thought it was. I thought it was infectious. You know, like he's. Let's. He's get, this like. Let's get this out of the way. Okay. I just want to get this out of the way. Um, I think it's perfectly fine to have a film that is centered around one person throughout and who takes like the full like it's 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 them. They're front and center. Oppenheimer does this, right? It does. It does. It does. But it's inherently suspect to me when that person is also the writer and the director and a producer on the film. And they're on the, like, they're doing the, like, shameless Oscar tour of, like, I worked so hard to wave my arms. Did you hear what he said recently? And people were, like, tearing it apart. And they like, bro, you should have rephrased that. Was it the, I don't have chairs on set? No, I thought that was Christopher Nolan. No, um, Bradley Cooper said, I don't have chairs on set because I think when you sit down your energy levels dip, so I don't have chairs. I've heard that about Christopher Nolan, too, or somebody. Okay. No, he said something like, and I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I really am not trying to be funny. Okay. But this is his actual quote. I saw it on Instagram, so maybe it's actual all bullshit. But he said, I just hoped that every day Leonard would... Come inside me? Come into me. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and people are, like, having a heyday with it. I know what he means, though, but it, it's interesting to me that you feel like you saw through it. I do. Yeah, you know, like, I'm like being I, serious. Like, yeah. this can be what we talk about today. Like, I, I thought, to me, I was really, you know, like, when he was younger, I felt like, I don't know, maybe it's, I, I don't, maybe, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was the creative part of it, like, the art, the, 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 the young artist, right? The young artist trying to make it, and it felt infectious to me, like, he's trying to make his life happened. He's out there. There's a lot of energy and it seems exciting. And it's, okay. you know, he's like sleeping in the studio and it doesn't matter. He's just doing it for the art. And then seeing that success. Um, were there any parts that felt more genuine to you or did it all kind of feel like at the Bradley Cooper show? It didn't in, all. In a way that took you out of it. It didn't all feel like the Bradley Cooper show. Um, Have you seen Leonard Bernstein? What did I say before? It's Steen. Stein. Steen. Linda Bernstein. Have you seen him conduct? Yeah. So he did. He, he doesn't do like all the emotive stuff. Not to the level that Bradley Cooper does, I don't think. Let's see. Let's look up. You know what? Look up Leonard Bernstein uh, conducting at oh, the the Ellie Cathedral. That was like the big one. How do you spell that? Oh, like it sounds. Let's find out. Here we go. Forgive me. So unprofessional. I'm so sorry. You're just looking for video. visuals here. 
Yeah, let's see here. Skip. No, it's pretty emotive. You just feel like it was more. This looks... I'm trying to think of... Um, I can't see his face right here. This is more of his... Here we go. Man, okay, look at this. He's happy. He's smiling. He's, like, shaking his fists and stuff. Bradley Cooper in this scene was, like, fucking dripping with sweat. <laughs> you know what I mean? He is not dripping with sweat. He's not, like, looks like he's about to have a fucking heart attack. And Bradley Cooper just looked like he was... I see what you're saying, though. Like, But this still seems pretty... I'm not saying that Leonard Bernstein wasn't emotive when he conducts. He definitely was, and he right. definitely brought this energy to his work. That's one of the things that he's most known for, right? And his work itself. Like the, I mean, you know what all he worked on, right? Who? Oh, yeah. Leonard Bernstein. It was Bernstein. like West Side Story and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling up the actual shot of, of uh, from Maestro. Here we go. See if I can see his face. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Do you see it? (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear my throat? I did hear your throat. I mean, yeah. It's it's over the top. Like he's he also looks like he has some sort of spray tan situation going on. That's actually what I think about most. Um, So what I was talking about earlier, since you mentioned his appearances. Well, you seem like you're in a thought. I can no, 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 no. Think the, the think out loud with your voice mouth. The co- the controversy kind of around this was he he wore a prosthetic nose. Okay. And Bernstein is is, is Jewish, and Bradley Cooper is very much not Jewish. But Bradley as Cooper as already I'm, has a as far as prominent as nose. A prominent nose. So it it didn't seem necessary. People were saying, right? Yes, but also people were saying, "Why not get a Jewish person?" Okay. To, to do this. Let me show you a small clip. Tell me if you saw Leonard Burns, Bernstein doing this. Watch him. I think I just saw this. Okay, one. Okay, yeah. Two. Looks like he's dying. Like, I I don't know. It's it's too much. Yeah. What are the comments on that? Are they, like, are they saying, like, oh, this is amazing, this is perfect? Or? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. <sighs> What do you say? Are you just trying to find? It's mixed. No, it's mixed. So there's one that's like this. This scene was one of the best things I've ever watched in my entire life. Like, get over yourself, Matt X Shaver. Um, one says, "I just saw this film in theater and I sobbed so hard the entire time." See, these feel like bot responses because I don't. It wasn't in theaters. Also, this was in Netflix. I mean, I guess I'm sure I had a theater yeah. release. Yeah, but two months ago, I don't think it did. I don't know. I don't know. Um, here's one that says Bradley's pissed that he got nine Oscar nominations with no wins, but the Oscars haven't happened yet. Um, you know, I think that scene to me, yeah, it's it's emotive and it's a little over the top, and I can see that maybe it's a little more than it should have been. Um, but perhaps he wasn't trying to be an exact copy, but I, I don't know. Biopics are, tr- are tricky because if you're not trying to be that person, what are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do your version of it, I guess. 
but I loved that part in this after scene when when Felicia says like there's no hate in your heart. You know, I think sure. Um, but that's her, and I loved her yeah, in this film. But I think that's kind of what the film was saying in the sense of like, you know, you have this person who he caused a lot of damage in his personal life. Actually, like mm-hmm. they, there's a mm-hmm. lot of it was messy. You know, there's that scene with his daughter where she's talking about like she's heard rumors, you know, of him with having affairs with men and and he's like, oh, people are just jealous of our life, you know, whatever. Um, and then there's the alcohol and the drugs and um, the very non-subtle infidelity. So he's he's causing some damage to the ones that he loves. Um, but still, and I'm not saying like this in a way of like the film, like says oh that's no big deal he can do what he wants but I think it's powerful that you know seeing like towards the end of their lives like when they're older she reckon they reconcile and she can at least point to him and say like there's no hate in there towards you know what I'm saying like there's that big scene I think when they're I want to say they're like in Paris or something I don't know for some reason France seems where they are but they have a big fight um and they're definitely kind of against each other but after this scene it seemed like she kind of realized that well, if it was ever easy or it was messy and he maybe didn't know how to con- how to navigate it, he mm-hmm. still had love for her and never was trying to hurt her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, that doesn't make it... I think the more interesting aspect of that is actually her character, is Felicia's point of view in that of, you know, how does she reconcile with that? You know? Yep. I thought that was really powerful. I, thought I liked that bit. Again, I guess that kind of comes back to her, though, because she's great. Carrie Mulligan did a wonderful job. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... And then I really liked Maya Hawke's performance as Mm -hmm. their daughter. Yeah. I thought she did a wonderful job as well. Uh, Jamie, I think is her name, right? Yes, I believe so. Um, Yes. But there's that... (sighs) The scene... The scene where he's like lying to her and telling her that he's not being like he's not being unfaithful to yeah. <clears throat> his wife. That scene was about her and like what she's going through and her feelings, but it was like so centered on him. You know what I mean? And I know yeah. the movie's about him, but it just felt like like and then he goes into this whole diatribe about like jealousies and blah 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 blah. Yeah. I don't know. It felt his performance felt very self indulgent. I'll say that. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I mean I can see that. I can see that as a Yeah, maybe he gave himself um a lot more freedom, didn't rein himself in as the Because he's the director as the director and, and the writer. Yeah. And he's a producer on the film. I can see that. So, you know, it just again, I'm in- inherently skeptical of a performance like that when you're the one that like you could say oh it's like I would believe I'm not saying this performance wasn't hard for him let's just get that yeah, out of the yeah. way but like if 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 Killian Murphy was like oh my god it was so hard being Oppenheimer like it really took a lot out of me like holding that weight and blah 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 I'm also taking into account that he's working with like Christopher Nolan and his direction mm-hmm. and but like Bradley Cooper's telling himself what to do, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. Would that make it harder? or Would it make it easier? I, I mean, would you view that as like just more pressure on himself to? 
the script's him, the direction is him, the performance is him. You know, would that do you think that would add that'd be too much? You know what I'm saying? Like I I'm not I'm not advocating for or against your point, but I'm just saying I also don't really like so you know I think I'm just not a biopic fan. Yeah. It's, it's, I hated Elvis last year. It's getting tired. I mean, it's kind of going the way of superhero movies at the, at the, at the, at the moment because we, we, we've had Bohemian Rhapsody. We've had uh, Elton John. We've had um, we had the Bob Marley one that just came out. This one, uh, mm-hmm. Elvis. Um, we're getting more. I know we're getting more. I thought they are making a Rolling Stones movie. I don't know if they actually are. And I, I Yeah, right. I don't think it's solely the fact that he is the director and he stars in the film because that was the case with the star is born and i love a star is born he directed that and he you know is it's him and lady gaga does this feel sorry this might actually be a dumb thing to say because i think maybe you're gonna be like yeah i've already said that but we'll see does this feel like to you a movie where it's like, instead of letting the other characters and actors shine like they should, he's acting like he's letting them shine like they should. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So there are scenes where there's a scene where I think we're back in the fifties. Maybe we're like getting into the sixties. Anyways, they're both famous. Both he mm-hmm. and Felicia. Yeah, because are she's famous. an actress. She's an actress. And they've both like come into their careers like yes. fully. Yes. And they're interviewing both of them. And yeah, yeah, the interviewer yeah. is specifically asking Felicia questions. And he's always got to throw something in there, like some little quip or something like that. And like maybe that's his personality. But what I saw, like maybe that maybe that's Leonard's personality. And, you know, there is footage of him like doing that or whatever. But what I saw was like Bradley saying, I want a line here. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm thinking of like what could have been done to if that's really how Bernstein was. Uh, like, is that? I don't know. I think you know. To your point, and you know, I like this movie more than you. I liked it fine. I think to your point, I don't think this is a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Which will I'll you know we'll get this to is that. just something that we'll kept that it from later. being a great movie. I think what's interesting is that when you really break it down, mm-hmm. even for me. Well, it's commentary on creativity and art and the toll that that takes on you as a person and your relationships. I think that's a really interesting aspect of it, and it's true. Um, I think the best parts of the movie are when it's both of them and about their relationship because you have more than just Leonard's perspective. Right. And you have her, 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 her point of view. But also there's the scenes... We're like, I don't think she like. Does she take a lover? I think sh- there's some. She has like a date or something like that. No, she has a suitor, but then she realizes that he had a crush on one of her friends. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And like, or, that and was, it was, and he, it was a guy. That was actually devastating because you can see the. Well, again, you know, she's married. I don't think this movie is in any way trying to be like, hey, just sleep around. That's cheat. That's not what it's saying. But like, her husband has been this way for so long and kind of emotionally unavailable i suppose that you can see there's a bit of excitement in her and then when it's time when she finds out that it's actually not for her you can tell that she's hurt by it which brings you back to like yeah this this movie works better when it's about their relationship and less about just leonard Mm -hmm. i think that you can make it a great movie just about leonard and this 
has parts has has flashes of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of one of the reviews that we can read later actually talks about how it's like I came here for the music of Leonard Bernstein, and there's not really. Well, this I mean, movie is there. about the relationship, right? Yeah. Between him and Felicia, like, which is fine. Yeah. You could have called it Leonard and not Maestro, maybe. To you know, yeah. I don't know, but I will say there was a teaser, and the teaser was just them like back to back in the park. You know that scene yeah. from the past. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So scene. like. It's a, that's a good scene, and yeah. the scene later, later that calls back to it, where he's that's like saying, "Put all your weight on me. Put all your weight on me." That's when she has cancer, right? Is that when mm-hmm. she has cancer? That's, that's when she beautiful. finds out, yeah, and he great. takes her to the park. Yeah, 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 great scene. That those scenes are great. Yeah, and that whole her finding out and her breaking down that affected me. Yeah, nothing with him affected me, probably because I was taken out of it, and maybe that's this is me. But let me read a couple lines that feel like he wrote these in. This doesn't feel like this would be something that would be like in the record book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they just like get under my skin for some reason. That's fine. So there's a scene where he's walking into a party or something and like there's kids and he goes, Who abandoned Snoopy in the vestibule? <laughs> that gets under my skin for some reason. <laughs> that gets under my skin. I don't know why. I don't even know what a vestibule is. Vestibule. Oh. It's a hall. <laughs> <laughs> Who abandoned Snoopy? A lobby next to the outer door of a building. Who abandoned Snoopy in the vestibule? What's the difference between a foyer? Okay, we don't need to go into that. Let me read another <laughs> one. I see that seems a little... Can I read another one? That's just it. like, why Why did you put this in here? I don't know. It feels pretentious. Can I, He's talking to a baby... A baby, a newborn human, and he says, "Can I tell you a secret?" Oh wait, I do you know I slept with both of your parents? I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, I remember that scene. <sighs> yeah, but I took that in the context of who he was with, because that was that they was, weren't really laughing though. That was the that was David, right? David Oppenheim, right? David, whose heart he broke. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, and now he's you know, ha ha ha! I slept with both of your parents. Think about that. Jonathan Oppenheim. I'm reading about him. His his life. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I don't know. It just, it, I mean, it seems self-indulgent. It seems self-indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. Who abandoned Snoopy in the vestibule? <laughs> just really got me. I heard that and I was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I really did. It like, it really, I don't know. Just because like. Why are you calling it a vestibule? Do you think... Is there a record of Leonard only referring to a foyer-esque area as, as, a, a, vestibule. as a vestibule? You know what I mean? Do you think... Are you, are you saying that, like, if, <laughs> if somebody in real life said that, you'd be like, I'm not a fan? If someone in real life said it, I would be like, oh, they or, refer to that or, as a vestibule. What I'm saying is, this man said, do you know what I would act like Leonard Bernstein if I found a Snoopy in a hallway? I would run in and I would say, who abandoned Snoopy in the vestibule? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do, actually. Are you picking up what I'm putting I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. I didn't have the same reaction to you. uh, Reaction as you. uh, But I see where that'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, what is going on? Um, did it feel like Zack Snyder's slow mo scenes in his all his movies where it's just like, come on, dude? 
Because to me, like those, and even films that I like, that's like self-indulgent where it's just like. Let me tell you, if those scenes, those slow motion scenes, like let's talk about. Or like when the Aquaman is leaving in the Snyder Cut and they're like singing like some like Icelandic folk song. And I was like, okay, all right. I... Let's go with the slow motion. Okay. So give me a slow motion scene. Oh gosh. I'm trying to think. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking of when they invade the Steppenwolf lair in the Snyder Cut and like every other scene when Batman's driving, it's just like. Like like this the like the cannon shell like going. Okay, let's go with let's go with uh, Snyder Cut. We're in uh, what's the Amazon place? The island. The Mascara. The Mascara, and they're fighting. They're fighting the evil people. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Parademons. Yeah. And it's like all slow motion. It would be, yes, that's self indulgent. It would be this level of self-indulgent if every single fucking Amazonian and every single demon was Zack Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if he was acting in the scene and doing it and doing all this, like, super self-indulgent camera work and, like, slowing it down. Bradley Cooper's doing all of this. Do you see what I'm saying? You're saying that it's compounded for you because he wrote it, directed it, and started it. It's compounded. And in the the sense of like, it's not like you can be like, oh, I thought his performance was over the top, but so-and-so directed him. Right. It's like, no, it's himself. Right, right, right. right, Okay, I see what you're saying. Yes. Sometimes you can give a performance or a script or whatever the benefit of the doubt. Take Anakin and Attack of the Clones. Yes, because it's not... I'm sure (laughs) he read that at home and was like, fuck me. You know what I mean? And then he just had to do it. It's a terrible performance, but George Lucas directed it. I hate saying. And wrote it. Of course. And wrote it. I I think you wrote it. I see what you're saying. Okay. I mean, yeah. So I get that to an to 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 an extent. Yeah, I think um, maybe there's like this intense monumental, like oh, this needs to be some great artistic, you know, achievement. And I, I I think this film. Here's the thing. I think that there's two great movies in this movie that, and because they're both in here, it only makes it a great like 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 a good movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's two great themes in films within this movie and because they both can't fully develop themselves you have one pretty good movie okay movie one of those is the relationship between him and felicia yep and one of them is the effect of his genius and artistic career on his life and what that looks like in his creative like drive and career and there's great parts in both like i love uh, there's a scene that that pops in my head. I thought I loved this, and this scene to me kind of combined them both in a really cool way, where they're like on a balcony, and it shows the openness that they have together. Where he's like, "I'm sad, you know, like I'm sad, and I don't know why, and and I and I and I can't create music like this, you know, whatever." And like you kind of intertwine those. I thought that was a really good scene. But this scene where he talks about how he wants to kill his dad and he fantasizes about it. I forgot about that. I'm not trying to. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah but, but I'm, is that I'm that saying, scene? yeah, yeah. We're like, there's, okay. it, but you can kind of see the inner. Because I think she's trying to like get to the root of. Yeah, know. there's like they're interwo- interwoven, interweaved, interwoven. Um, interwove. Interwove. Uh, and then there's the 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 great conducting scenes, and there's the the his career, the weight of that, and the the pressures of that. But then there's the park scenes, you know, and they work kind of well as 
as they are in the same film, but I feel like it's almost like my criticism for Napoleon, but not as harsh because I like this a lot better than I like Napoleon. Mm. We're like, there's three different movies in Napoleon. There's him rising to power. There's his wars. And then there's his relationship with his wife and his love. And I thought that was the more interesting one and what the film wanted to be, but didn't have the guts to be because folks wanted action set pieces. But this movie, I think, wanted to be in a way about the art and the music and stuff maybe should have been but in reality the more moving stuff behind it was the stuff with his wife and from his wife from from carrie mulligan carrie mulligan does that make sense yeah would you concur i concur i yeah. do i agree yeah i agree we can wrap it up i mean we're we're have we talked about the movie enough i think so i mean we yeah yeah <laughs> Let's 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 yeah. Let's talk about because we're towards the end. Like I I I loved the black and white stuff. I loved that um, kind of seeing their relationship develop and his relationships there and kind of him coming into his own as an as an artist. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it got a little chaotic towards the middle, like when he was getting older and older. Like there's that one scene, even when he's much older, where he's teaching and you can tell he still loves his music. But then there's a scene where it cuts to him in the club. Remember that. With a student, yeah, that's right at the end. Yeah, um, but we can talk about um, briefly, like her journey with cancer and kind of their home life during that. I thought that was really, really powerful. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I. I. I mean, again, I think when he's in the context of his family and his relationship, I think it, it's the best parts of the movie. But again, and we we've said a million times, it centers actually around her and her performance and her, right? You and know the, what I mean, but the scenes try to. There's literally a scene. Yeah. It's literally the scene where she dies in bed, and he's like holding her, and she's dying, and the camera pans up to his face. Is it really? Yes. Here, let me pull it up. Yeah, I'm I mean, I see that. It. I can see that. And again, like I, well, I've, I'll. Couple and I watched this like two two months ago, and I meant to watch it again. But you I, said a month, and then you said I two can't months. remember. It's February, almost March already. So I burped and blew it out of the side of my mouth. <laughs> blew it at me, dude. You went. <laughs> Are you like pulling up Netflix to go find it? I just like the. I'm trying to scene? find the scene. I okay. think it'll be easy to find. So keep talking. I'm gonna give you my final thoughts. Okay. As you're finding this, and then you can use this as part of your final thoughts. Okay. How does that sound? Capiche? Um, <laughs> I've, well, I've kind of already said it, but I'll just reiterate it. I think there's a lot of great moments in this movie, and I think that there's great performances on both, like both leads, Carrie Mulligan and Bradley Cooper, and other people in the, in the film. They all do great. Um, but I, I do think that they don't always work together the best they get kind of muddy and i think the film should have focused more on one or the other and had a movie about him and his music or him and his wife um because i think either one could have been incredible because there's incredible moments in both sides but i think it spread itself a little too thin but kept it and kept it coherent and together enough to be a really good film but it's not you know it's probably We'll probably be in the bottom tier of my best picture ranking. Okay. As we finish up this, we got what three left? Two left. Two right? left. Is there nine or ten? 
There's ten. If you have that, be the fall. This is number eight. Remember? Past lives. Oh, you're right. Okay. And I've heard that past lives and not even fall are fantastic. So. So it doesn't. Here's where I'll say that okay. at this point in the film, I was probably just already tilted. It doesn't pan up to him. It just felt like it uh, because okay, she's me, like dying. Let me watch it. And he's back in the background going. It'll like be. <laughs> it'll be silent for a second. Let me just watch this. Oh, this is like the end. It's not. It's nothing. It's just I'm not a fan. She's like dying. <laughs> I don't know. It's like he directed her. He's like running after his his kids, right? So yeah, he's like consoling them, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that her in the garden, like healthy? Because she's dead. You know what I mean? Because hold on, hold on. I'm not trying to be like yeah weird. Okay, so at the beginning, he says like I see her in the mornings doing laundry and making sure everything is nice. And he says the kids get jealous because they can't see her. Mm. And I'm quite certain he's talking about his wife because yeah. he says, and I miss her. And then it yeah. cuts back to yeah. the 40s. So I wonder if this was her like dying and then like. Maybe. It could be one of his kids. Um, Probably one of his kids because there's. Uh, yeah, because there's the other one. There's Maya Hawk. You know, so I, I, I mean, again, I see what you're saying in this where. It, it's like he directed her, don't move, and I'm going to, like, <laughs> move my well, face. It's, <laughs> it's a very silent film, and maybe it's meant to show the difference in, the, in, the, in like, the power of the breaths. Like, his are super sh- loud, <sighs> right? It's shuddered, but it's loud, and hers are like... <sighs> maybe. 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 But again, you know, and again, I'm a defender of this movie, too. To your point, he isn't what made this scene great. No. She was, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I really liked the, the scene afterwards. But again, to my point, I think it's it's because it's when he's in his, the context of his family relationship is when it's the best. That's my final thoughts. Zach, what are your final thoughts? This film was held back by Bradley Cooper's Oscar crusade. So you have to ask me the question. Hunter. Can I ask you a question? Yes. I'm good <laughs> I don't can you just ask it normally? Take over the clicks. But is Maestro good? Uh, yes, it's good. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, I, it's very good. I, I, I will give it a very good. It's rated like a 79% around tomatoes. I would say that's pretty accurate. Okay. The audience score is a 58. What, what would you give it? It's better than a 58. Okay. 
So it's fresh for you, like maybe like a we'll sixty. Give it like a sixty-four. Okay. Cool. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Every movie sucks. Yeah. Because we're all written by me. Because somebody hates the movie you love. Here we go. This one says, how can something so that clearly hired so many qualified people be so malformed? What the actual fuck? Excuse my language. Half star. Here's one that says, fuck off. <laughs> so this guy gets it. <laughs> A half star review. Uh, this one says, uh, "This one's kind of long, so I'm not gonna read the whole thing." But let's say, it says, "Half star." So breaking news: This movie is bad. What it's got going for it is its cinematography. That's literally it. Here's my long ass feel about this movie. If you're casting a director who is casting the role of a man, historically, is uh, this see this is about the about he's how he's not Jewish. Maybe it's. Maybe consider hiring a Jewish actor. Maybe don't hire Bradley Cooper, but he's the director. But he hired himself. He's the director. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the story, directed He said it. that Zach Braff could have killed this. Even Jake Gyllenhaal, who's expressed pa- uh, passion, passion about playing him, and says, why Bradley Cooper? Because Bradley Cooper directed and wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. It says, so, so to the Academy, who, who I believe watches Letterboxd, do not give him the awards. Give them dinner. Let them leave peacefully and empty-handed. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? This has more nominations than the last two films that we've reviewed. Interesting, really. Um, <laughs> I got one more. Ready to get <clears throat> I'm sorry, but is Bradley Cooper being nominated for spending six years to learn how to wave a stick? <laughs> this film is a pretentious mess that tells no story. Cooper proves how insufferable he is. Yikes. Yikes. Here's one one last one for me. You can do more if you want to. This says, uh, half star, I started cleaning my microwave halfway through. Never a good sign. You got any more? <coughs> Sad yeah. that Carrie Mulligan got dragged into this. Oh, brutal. All right, um, shindigs? Sure. Shindigs. Why can't I see my notes? I can't pull up my notes. Would you think of Sarah Silverman just randomly being in there? I thought it was interesting. She was his sister? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it didn't take, like, anything away from it for me, but, like, it didn't, wasn't, like, super needed. I'm using my phone for notes because my computer's not working. All right, Shindigs, here we go. Apparently, Andy Muschietti is no longer directing Batman the Brave and the Bold for the DCU. Rumor. Unconfirmed. When was that rumored? Like, when did that come out? Uh, <coughs> sometime this week. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, we got our first live action look at the Borderlands cast with, like, Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart and Jamie Lee Curtis. People are, some love it, some hate it because everything, you know. Uh, James Gunn uh, was taking pictures with the set of. I mean, the cast of Peacemaker, one guy from there, and then the whole cast of Superman Legacy mm-hmm. did a table read at Trilith down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Posted a picture. They start filming next week, apparently. Um, and the logo was revealed, apparently, supposedly. And it's the Superman Kingdom Com. I don't know if you know that is, but it's like a very specific logo. It's kind of cool. 
Uh, Bong Joon-ho's Robert Pattinson starring film Mickey 17 has been delayed until January of 2025. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is going to star in the next film from the Revenant director Alejandro Inarito. Probably said that wrong. Uh, Daniel Craig is rumored to be in talks to play Doctor Doom. And last but definitely not least, Dune Two has debuted at a ninety-seven percent fresh. Oh, news of the week! When we saw this, or no, when when I went to see Tenet last night, it, it was me and yes. Alec. Alec's been on the podcast. Yes, he has. Because he, he did Dune. Because no, what did he do? We did one of the Nolan movies because oh, that's his favorite yes, director. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you know, obviously, he wanted to go see Tenet. It was awesome. We got like a five and a half minute trailer for Dune 2. And when it started, we were both under the impression that they put on the wrong movie and we were watching Dune because it was just like we're in the movie and things are happening. And it's like a continuous scene. It was wild. That's fascinating. Did you get a Dune trailer that was like pretty long? I didn't go see anything though. What do you mean? When? True. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. You're right. Hey, guess what's back? Guess what's back? Back, back. Baseball, ball, ball. Baseball's back, back, back. See through pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cheap jerseys. Yeah. The yeah. jerseys look so bad. I dude. actually haven't seen anything live action yet. Have you seen fan. the lettering on the back for certain names? Because they're like trying to like curve them. Yeah, I've seen some, but it's like a U. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but like some short names, it's like it looks uneven. Like it's like not centered and it just, it looks like Velcro num- like names what for like if, if you were like in like a little league team and they were like, we don't want to actually put your name on the back. Yeah, yeah. We want to reuse this next year. You know, Nike, they put out statements like the most generic statement ever. Saying? Saying like, we value, you know, we, we, we work to provide the most optimal uniforms for MLB and we value their opinion and we'll continue to work with them to create the best uniforms possible. Well, the, or the something generic like Major that. League Baseball Players Association has officially like complained yeah. about the uniforms. Because apparently, quote, everyone hates them. <laughs> An anonymous source said. Apparently, the MLBPA also is upset because they made the pitch clock shorter by they two d- seconds with runners on base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did. Because they want more action, you know. Anyway, you can have your agenda now. Well, I mean, that is the big story. So, <clears throat> spring training has started. Uh, everyone's there. Michael Harris hit a home run. On the first, first pitch, pitch of spring training? Of, well, of the Brave spring training, yes. Uh, and we won the first game 6-5, to five, and then we lost today 5-4. Uh, to four. So, Fire Snit. Yeah, just kidding. No he ain't shit. That's the hashtag we're starting this year. Fire Snit, he ain't shit. Fire Snit, he I like ain't snit. shit. I, I like Snit, too. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. I, I We joke about this. We do joke about this. And you look at the monitor. Where can they find us? Wait, we have whiskey shots. It's time to take a whiskey shot. I'd wake up tomorrow and have a whiskey shit. 
because <laughs> it loosens everything up. I'm going to do it. everything a small up. One. Time to take a whiskey shot. Tomorrow take a whiskey shit. Hey, Sing it like a lullaby. Zach, what are we drinking? We're drinking uh, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. That you got me for my, 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 my birthday. I got him for his, his, his birthday. <laughs> you son of a we don't have to talk about my mother <laughs> on the podcast. You made fun of my stutter. We've been best friends for so long because you never make fun of my stutter. Well, hold on. You could so <coughs> you can choose to see it as I made fun of your stutter, or you can choose to see it as I was being inclusive <laughs> of okay. the stutter by replicating it. Okay. And trying to show you that other people stutter too, because I do. T- I do stutter. Yeah. I just said I do twice. It's fair point. I'll see it that way. Uh, if you have a whiskey that you want to recommend or want us to try, please let us know. This is Jack Daniels. This is our go-to. We do this in honor of our cat whiskey and Jack. Whiskey and Jack. So we always say spread some positivity, be kind, and tell somebody you love that you love them. Did it? I smelled it. Do you not, do you not agree with what I'm saying? I, no, I smelled it. Smell it. Luckily, I'm kind of stuffy, so I didn't get a ton of it. How stuffy? Can you smell Hollis's poop? I can smell his poop again. Cool. To whiskey and Jack. To whiskey and to being able to smell Hollis's poop. You said to whiskey, not going to cheers to Jack. To whiskey, Jack, and Hollis's poop. (laughs) To whiskey, Jack, and Hollis's poop. (sighs) Did you not hear that? I heard something. Did the fart come out? Yeah. I'll do a I'll do a uh, smaller shot next time. How did this? How did we used to like this? I don't know, man. We used to drink straight from the bottle. Do you remember that and, time? Like, not even the good Jack Daniels. Do you remember that time? It was Halloween. Oh gosh! Can you tell Athens. the story? Can you tell the story? Are you really? I'm not going to tell the whole story. I'm you just going to tell the story? The, I don't care. The beginning of the story. It was Halloween in Athens. And we were going to a party, like a house party, and you and I, and a little bit of Rachel Denny, uh, split a fifth of whiskey before we got there. Drank the whole bottle. Yeah. Rachel Denny helped a little bit. She did. I have pictures from this. It's on my Facebook. Where I'm, I'm wearing like the hippie outfit. It was Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was Halloween. You're, you're Waldo. It was Waldo. Yeah. I think Tyler was also Waldo, wasn't he? I don't remember. Weren't we both Waldo? I don't remember. There were a lot of Waldos at that party. Yes. Continue. Or you just, you just no, I was that? just going to say, like, we used to drink. That's the end of that sentence. Now we don't. Now we don't. So it's a lot tougher. It's tougher. I wonder if we have liver damage. I don't think so. We didn't drink that much. Speak for yourself. I didn't drink that much. <laughs> you. So we would go to a party... And sometimes there were two paths. <laughs> there were two paths that Hunter could go on. And sometimes he would, has gone off the rails. he would loop around and come come over to the other path. But there were two paths. There was we're gonna have fun tonight, and I'm gonna drink, Hunter. And then there was I'm gonna have three beers, grab a guitar and brood, <laughs> Hunter. And sometimes grab a guitar and brood, Hunter. Think about, no, no. Think about Barbie. Is that scene from Barbie? Do you guys ever think about dying? No, that no. Scene? Where, where, he, where he's like. 
and he just starts, he starts, he starts, yeah. starts playing, playing, playing guitar. But you yeah. wouldn't do it like a performative thing, like you like, like Ken to Barbie. I would just like sulk. You would just be in the corner <laughs> by myself, by yourself. Wouldn't tell anybody. Sulking. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. And you'd just be like, be I, sad, just, man. I just need a minute. I'm sad. And it'd be like 45 minutes later, and you'd be like, hey, Hunter, are you good? Do you want a drink? I just need some time. I just need some time. <laughs> I just need some time. I'm, I'm working things out, man. You know what I mean? But then sometimes, like, oh. John O'Leary, New Year's. The bread. The you bread, were, the you bread were, that night. You were sulking for a little bit. You were downstairs with the guitar, just like, and then you came back around. And then you, me, and Trey found a bottle of vodka or something. And we yeah. were just sitting there, and we were like, "Girls." Oh, I remember that. That was a that was a Girls. that was a solidifying moment in our. Brad Franey was there. Yeah, yeah. We were all like, "Girls, we're man. tough, man. Relationships. We're nineteen, and we're, we're having a lot of feelings, man. Mm. Me and you were like, we have long hair because we're cool. That's right. I have a tattoo on my on my chest. I'm a I'm a rebel." I was going to get like a huge thing, but then the artist changed it the last minute. So I was just like, can you just make it like a basic font? So <laughs> <laughs> Still have that tattoo, obviously. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Because you know, I already put down the deposit. So I didn't want to lose, <laughs> want to lose my money. That's how I talked. Hey, guys. What's up? Well, I see you know what's funny? That. You know what's funny? We're almost, I promise you guys can, you can, you can turn it off if you want to at this point. We're going to Baby, stay a while. I have Shout out Matt Marizic. I have recordings of me and you. With like you're you're playing guitar for, mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. me. That's so funny. No, I uh, you know what's funny? Excuse me if I stare. <laughs> you still know the words. But I. <laughs> you know what's funny? We so um, we've started rehearsals for the band like this year we're taking we're doing like monthly we're doing but taking a bit more strategic approach to how's the new drummer he's awesome he's awesome yeah we miss jess love jess he's doing great things elliot is super cool and phenomenal um but one of the tasks that i'm doing for the band this year for myself too is we need to be able to play any song from my catalog at any time including because there's a time we're like hey can you play I don't know, like crazy, and I'm like, no, or like missing you, and I'm like, I don't know the songs anymore. You don't know crazy anymore. I know. Told me I was crazy. No, no, that's something else. That's that's it. That's letting you back in. That's it. Takes a fool. It's a song called Crazy. See, there's See, a song go. called Crazy. Yeah, it's on the album. Anyway, it's from ten years ago. Um, but I was like, I need to be able to play these songs. You can't use the word crazy all in two us, songs. All of us need to learn mid to unless you are. Oh crazy. my god, I am crazy. And so I've been listening to like my first EP and like my album. The album is bearable. First EP, holy shit, dude! The first EP, the one where you're not wearing shoes. I'm like sitting on the couch. I'm the I'm barefoot. The, I'm the futon or whatever I had in the band room. Barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah, and then Look there's the cobweb sessions. Look with at that. all like, the cobweb sessions. Is that one's I'm very that one's yeah, my, yeah. my boys have matured, but oh my god, dude! That first EP, sunrise. She was looking out the window yep. window. I was like, what the hell is this? I don't know if it's that bad. It's not that bad. I, 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 so I was listening to it. Elliot was like, I'm done. I, I promise. Elliot was like, it's not as bad as you think. I said, yeah, but it's also not as good as I thought. There you go. That's growth. Anyway, 
It's also not as self-indulgent as Maestro. It's not. Good times. Um, yeah, we don't drink whiskey anymore, but we used to love Jack Daniels. And so, and I still love whiskey. I love a good old-fashioned. So if you have any recommendations, like, I don't know, Bullet, you know? Man. Isn't there one called, like, Angel's Envy or whatever? Angel's Envy. <laughs> okay, Angels. okay. I didn't, pick the, I didn't pick up the G, and I think you realized that it didn't come through very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> anal's envy. <laughs> like anal's just oh, like we just gotta end this episode. The we concept of anal's just like, oh man, I'm so envious. <laughs> That's better than me. Oh god. Um, there was one time I got really drunk off bullet, and threw up all over my ex's porch. And she was my ex at the time. We had broken up, and I threw up all over her porch. That's awesome. I can't drink, which that was also the the bullet like rye, you know. Okay, yeah. So maybe the whiskey would be okay. My travel buddy from work, Ian, he's recently moved teams. Me and him, whenever we travel together, we would be, he's like a whiskey guy, and so mm-hmm. we would get bullet. And we actually we got one. I forgot what it's called, but it's like it's like twenty five bucks a glass. Yeah, and we got like one. We're like let's just get one. It was super smooth. It was great. I forgot what it's called, but anyway, yeah. If you have any recommendations for whiskey that will make us throw up, please let us know. Um, Zach, where can they find us? Now you can ask me, right? You can find us on... What's the name of... What is it? (laughs) No. What's it saying? Uh, I'm not going to tell you that because you are a child who writes childish jokes. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at But Is It Good Podcast. You can find us on X at B-I-I-G Podcast. You can find us on any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, all that kind of stuff. You can uh, email us at B-I-I-G Podcast at gmail.com. You can email us at buttisitgoodpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us at buttisitgood at gmail.com. I haven't looked at the camera at all this entire show, so I apologize. Uh, please like and subscribe. We're doing our best here, okay? We, we, we just want to make this successful. Is that Am I okay to say that? I said it. Yeah. I got a text from you. I'm going to get another lounge. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Zach, you're so immature. What I do? You texted me. What I say? You s- Tell me what I said. Show it to the camera. Nah. Or otherwise, I'm not going to believe you. Don't believe me. It's fine. Um, Screenshots or it didn't happen. Next week is what? We're doing Anatomy Fall? You don't know, do Anatomy you? of a Fall. Sounds good to me. Go Braves. It's either that or Past Lives. Yeah, Anatomy of the Fall. We're going to have a guest for Past Lives. Just so when we do Past Lives, I want to talk about the dream that I have about my past life. I've told you about this, but we'll talk about it on that episode. All right, cool. Go Braves. And... But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.